0: On November 15th of this year, I was flown to Ireland with this podcast to produce television segments and this podcast episode that we're going to listen to right now covering a huge day in human life, the winter solstice. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of this day in weather history, the podcast. All this month, we have been sponsored by the amazing people at Tourism Ireland. To step back thousands of years in time while wrapped in the comfort of one of the most modern countries in the Western world, Ireland is waiting for you. Just press the green button now. Our first stop on our week-long journey was in the famous Boyne Valley in County Mead at the 5,200-year-old Newgrange for this day in weather history. To start solstice literally means sun stands still and that is what it appears to do for a few days around the time of the winter solstice as our earth at this time is transitioning between its aphelion where earth is the furthest from the sun and the perihelion where it is at its nearest that is where it appears as though the sun is standing still. I compare it to a, uh, for, to a baseball or a golf ball in flight when you're watching it on television the camera will follow it And where it gets as far out in its ascent and starts its descent, there's that moment where it almost feels as though it's hanging in the sky. It's kind of what I'm talking about here. When we got there, on site, I met Ms. Claire Tuffy. She's the manager of Brunaboyne, New Grange and North. And we talked about this celestial phenomenon as it was literally captured by those who built these ancient monuments. Here's Claire.
1: The one thing that strikes anybody who has ever been here for dawn at winter solstice is how bright it gets inside. You go from darkness to really bright, like the sunlight is very bright. So I suppose to capture the element of the sun and bring it inside was a great accomplishment. Some people suggest it was so that the spirits of the ancestors could leave, they could use it as a path to travel to the heavens and right. travel, join the deities. And some people say it is like a marriage between the sun deity and the earth mother.
0: Ancients of the distant past, all over the world before the advancement of intelligence, would create stories to explain this strange phenomenon and many of the most developed people of the ancient past took to creating structures in an effort to worship the sun capture its power, and even use it as a marker by which human life could be navigated. Here's an example where, according to Celtic myth, the solstice marked a great battle each year, pitting the Oak King, who represented the light, against the Holly King, who represented the dark. And it would happen that each year the Oak King would finish victorious at the Winter Solstice meaning that the daylight would slowly return to the island and until it was time to do battle again at the summer solstice. But that's another story for another episode of This Day in Weather History. The story of Newgrange in Ireland's ancient east is unique in so many ways as I found out after what was the most beautiful sunrise I believe I have ever seen. And that had nothing to do with the fact that I was in the midst of 24 hours without even a wink of sleep. Once again, I turned to Ms. Claire Duffy for some initial insight into who those ancients on this hilltop were, and some perspective on just how old Newgrange is in comparison to other earthly wonders.
1: Well, this monument, as you say, has been dated to 3200 BC, so it was built during Ireland's Stone Age. Now, and it's, and it's very impressive, as you say, and on a, built on a huge scale. But it's not the only monument in this valley. We have uh, two other huge passage tombs on this scale. In fact, now is half as big again.
0: The tricky thing about observing the sun peeking through a narrow opening to cast down on the dead to see them through to the other world is that something as innocent as the weather can get in the way and leave every one of the ancient world likely pretty upset and distraught, I would think. Now, modern day revelers will only be a bit wet and probably a bit disappointed that there was no light show, but for the ancients, there was a lot riding on this. Claire explained just how intense this is.
1: We know for sure that the roof box's particular purpose is to allow the sunlight at sunrise, at the winter solstice, to enter into the burial chamber. The doorway is too low for the sun to get in right the roof box is on the same level as the local horizon and it in turn then is on the same level as the floor in the chamber so at dawn at winter solstice for about a week about three days before and three days after December 21st as the Sun rises just before nine o'clock the Sun can shine into the chamber for 17 minutes maximum so obviously this was very carefully calculated and it must have had a significance to the people who built it. We can imagine large numbers of people gathering here to celebrate because it marks the turning of the year. But it probably had a deeper purpose as well because remember the remains of the dead were inside and possibly the ancestors were still living in there. So somehow this sun going into the chamber could have been the deity, which they may have worshiped, coming into the to to sojourn or to have a talk with the ancestors or it might have been the priest class at the time showing the people that they could control the sun you know that they could they could bring the sun here they could stop it in the sky and that the days were no longer getting any shorter from this moment the days were getting longer
0: you're listening to this day in weather history a podcast from the weather network in canada where through december 22nd we're sponsored by tourism ireland While there for a week during November, I had a chance to meet the grandson of the woman who took the weather reading that helped the Allies win World War II. You can find out more about that in an upcoming episode. Let's now take a look at the traditional weather pattern and overall climate of this location. For starters, in December, County Meade, on average will live with rain 12 days out of the month at an average of 70 millimeters, and that is among the most per month from the entire year. And we all know if there is rain, it is normally preceded by and followed by cloud. And December is also the cloudiest month on average for the calendar year as well, with an average of only three hours of sunlight per day. For just a touch more salt in the wounds of those ancient farmers, December is the windiest month, with January and February, at an average breeze of 20 kilometers per hour. That is tough at that time of the year. As a matter of fact, over the past number of years, this area sees on average, in December, 12 sunny days with 7 cloudy days and 12 rainy and cloudy days. So that's not impossible, but it is troubling odds for those looking to see their ancestors off on their passage to the next life. So Claire, tell us about the people of Ireland's ancient East. Who were they?
1: So there was a very um, sophisticated society living in this valley over 5,000 years ago. Their wealth came from farming but they had expertise in astronomy, geology, art, and uh, they were able to command huge resources, a large number of people to come together to build these monuments. Very sophisticated society, but we know very little about them now.
0: Now, interesting to note is that these ancients gave rise to a tradition at the same time of year that is still celebrated by another culture that came along a long time afterward. Tell me if any of this sounds familiar. Here we go. The ancients here in Ireland would gather together as a village, as a tribe, around a roaring fire to stay warm outside by burning Yule logs and decorating the center with holly and mistletoe. Then they would feast together, friends and family, all gathered together. Does any of this ring familiar? Tell you what, you think about it. I'll just let you sit with that one. But also, carrying on from then to now is the tradition of the pilgrimage to Newgrange to catch a glimpse of this purely spiritual phenomenon. But by catch on, I mean over the years it has really exploded in popularity. So in the year 2000, there had to be implemented a lottery system to select the only 20 people who can actually physically fit in that chamber to witness the beam of light again weather permitting. Each year, several thousands of people from around the world will apply in hopes of securing a coveted and rare ticket, but with the capacity safely set at only 20 people, this becomes more of a Willy Wonka-style golden ticket. And now, here is an interesting postscript that the weather made possible, albeit not necessarily on this day in weather history. While I was in Ireland, many spoke of the heat wave. Of 2018, It was said that although it did not last nearly as long as what we might experience in Canada or the United States, you know, where they can go on for weeks, a season, or in some cases, even a generation, in Ireland, this was enough to cause problems for some, but revelations for others. It was during and as a result of this rare Irish heat wave in the year 2018 when one of the most important archaeological discoveries of our time was made there appeared in the dried and sunken earth parched from the heat a large circular enclosure near the famous ancient site Newgrange in County Mead what was it the circle was found by a mr. Anthony Murphy the founder of mythical Ireland who loves to fly his drones around the Bruneboyne area to take photos of this cherished land but on July 10th of 2018 everything changed when he captured images of an unusual and potentially 4500 year old circle outside the already 5200 year old monument. In the dry and uncomfortable weather conditions, there appeared where post holes and pits would have held moisture better than the surrounding soil, so the circular formation appeared greener Under these circumstances, Murphy said, and I quote, I have flown a drone over the Boyne Valley regularly and have never seen this. He also then went on to say that we may not see this monument again for two or three decades, depending on when we get another prolonged dry spell like this. How about that? A trip back in time, 4,500 years, thanks to an unusual weather event on the same grounds as an epic monument and passage to another life. That depends on the weather for its effectiveness as well. And the time when New Grange comes to life in that epic battle between the darkness and the light happens today, the winter solstice, this day in weather history. A huge thank you. To Claire Tuffy, manager at New Grange for the education and for being a huge part of this episode. I could not have done this without you. Also, a massive thank you to Tourism Ireland for making this whole trip and experience possible. Thank you to Sandra Moffat of Tourism Ireland for doing all the coordination while in her country, including all the driving. Because gods know, neither I nor my producer Nora capable of driving on the right side of a car while navigating the left side of the road. And a huge thank you to my new mate, Paul Daniel, who I do believe is a closet U2 fan for all of the grief he gave me for being a gigantic U2 fan while I was there. Tomorrow is December the 22nd, and we are staying in the near ancient past for another story. It was back in the year 1870 when Pierre-Jules César Johnson was looking to observe solar eclipses and stumbled across the discovery of helium gas. How on earth does that even add up? Well, that's tomorrow on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May, and sponsored by Tourism Ireland. I hope you love this episode as much as I love writing it, and I trust it is all the inspiration you need to push the green button and book your trip to Ireland today.